Hello and good day. This is the APQC podcast where we bring business the information they need to work smarter, faster, and with greater confidence. I'm Michael Capelli, research specialist here with APQC, and today I'm joined by Mary Driscoll, APQC senior research fellow in financial management, to talk about the latest trends in fixing finance. So, Mary, at APQC, we talk about process, innovation, and continuous improvement a lot. What angles come up when we look at financial management? Well, Michael, based on data from APQC's Open Standards Benchmarking Database, it is clear to me that the focus is largely on process efficiency. So that's a first pass. What does it mean? That means a constant push to improve labor productivity uh, and beyond that, the efficiency of the process as a whole. Some organizations have vowed that their financial management teams will engage in a perpetual pursuit of process improvement. Uh, What does that mean? Well, this can mean that the cost of delivering financial management services will not increase over time. Uh, In fact, it will be a constant push to bring cost numbers down. But the truly smart organization focuses not only on doing more with less, but also allocating its resources, financial resources, talent, technology, and so on, to the task of improving the analytical output of finance. And so are most uh, companies currently pursuing a major process improvement in finance? And if so, how would you define major? Well, probably the definition of major has to do with with who's providing that definition. But in short, uh, every year APQC asks a question along those lines, and we tend to find the great majority of senior finance executives, roughly 8 out of 10, answer in the affirmative. To clarify, what do we mean, what does APQC mean when we say a major finance process change program? Well, I tend to say that um, it must have, you know, at least two of the following. One, IT applications to strengthen business analysis. Two, process streamlining to increase labor productivity in a core process such as general accounting. Might have process automation, which will speed cycle times, for example, in the close-to-disclose process. Enterprise-wide efforts to standardize, perhaps, you know, really rolling out an enterprise-wide requirement for use of a standard chart of accounts. Um, another, another dimension would be the pursuit of streamlined organizational structure, whether moving to a shared services model for the first time or evolving a shared services model or changing it up in ways as the company has, has changed over time. Finally, if there's signs of effort to develop finance talent and leverage competency to support decision makers, if, if that exists, you can, you can bet that that is tied to uh, you know, an embrace of continuous improvement. If an organization is genuinely engaged in any combination of these objectives, um, you know, you could say that that organization is engaged in a major process overhaul. Um, However, if the main goal is to maintain or reduce budget, you know, you really have to wonder if a CFO is doing all that he or she can do to keep finance relevant to strategy. Right, understood. Uh, You mentioned uh, in your opening uh, that bringing cost numbers down was important, but it wasn't uh, one of the things in the 
major process improvements, and at least not in a very conspicuous way, is process cost still the main attraction or other objectives seen as more valuable? Pro uh, process cost will never, I think, will never recede in importance. You know, cost will always be important because finance, by nature, it's a back office organization. It's engaged in administrative activities that support profit centers. So funding comes from budget owners outside the realm of finance, and that right away sets up a dynamic where uh, people are always keeping an eye on the overhead budget. Profit and loss owners want to diminish overhead or find a new way to absorb that cost. So having said that, it's clear that the core fiduciary duties of finance are paramount. Beyond that, um, Finance leaders today that, that want to go the distance are looking for ways to increase, as I said, the analytical capabilities in finance. And what kind of analytical capabilities, uh, to be a little more specific? Well, think beyond traditional analysis that finance would provide, such as uh, delineation of activity costs. So traditionally, the analytical focus was on controlling organizational costs and, and better managing budgets once those budgets have been set. But today the more advanced applications use statistical techniques and uh, rich sources of historical operations data to better understand the drivers of operating performance. So the simplest example is on understanding where the bulk of profitability comes from within the customer base. So this is, this is the holy grail of profitability analysis, and it's still out there. Smart companies are pursuing it with vigor and applying more contemporary analytical techniques and talent. What sense of purpose do you hear about when talking to finance leaders? Well, I hear repeatedly that finance has to be an integral part of uh, the risk, understanding the risk-reward relationship and strategy. So specifically, finance leaders will, will tell you that finance has got to be uh, more involved if it's not already at the front end of strategic development. And, and what, does, what does finance do at the strategy table? Well, finance is, is there to spell out the financial implications of failure or success and, and risks and how can, how can those be properly understood, anticipated, and prepared for. What's the one thing that distinguishes the finance groups that rise to the top of all of APQC's rankings? I'd say it has to be a serious commitment to people. Um, our knowledge base has case studies of companies really doing great things. And yes, they sure, they're deploying the right kind of technology strategies. They're measuring and managing their process rigor rigorously. And they're looking to optimize organizational design. Uh, and that may, like I said, mean evolving from a regional shared services uh, model to a global business service services type of model. But beyond technology process and org structure, we find among top performers really an unassailable commitment to developing analytical skills and knowledge of business markets, risks, and opportunities. All right. Well, thank you very much, Mary. This has been the APQC podcast, bringing businesses the information they need to work smarter, faster, and with greater confidence. You can find out more at apqc.org, and don't forget to find us on iTunes. Thank you for joining.